Uh, all that. This is where you say, all that "Hey and from, welcome uh, to Drinking Bros Sports." <laughs> Tailgate all that Legends. music from Shane Gentry and the Della Della Bills. Uh, I can't hear anything in my headsets. Are we? Are we live? Yeah, we're live. Maybe you should we plug are them in. Live. Uh, let me try that. Oh, oh, there we go. Welcome to Drinking Bro Sports Tailgate Legend Show. I did not know we were alive, and I apologize for that. <laughs> I was talking it's about cold Shane open. Gentry and the Dollar Dollar Bills, dollar bill, yo. which is the music that we, we come into every episode. We come into every episode. Is that episode. what it is? That's strange. I didn't even know. Speaking of music, how's Drinking Bro Sports music doing? Well, it's not called Drinking Bro Sports music. It's called oh. Drinking Bros music, but wow. close enough. Um, it's going. I mean, I'm trying. Everything I, I went, sports to me. I went, I went live last night at the Great Instill Distilling Company where we uh, did the open mic. And you got a really cool, badass video of me, middle fucking guitar uh, solo, and you accidentally uh, deleted it like a dumbass. Uh, now I can't see it and show my friends how cool I am. Uh, but um, Sweat was dripping off. The lights were perfect. I know. You were in a solo. You were uh, singing with your eyes closed. I always sing with my eyes closed. And I try to sing Tom Petty as much as I can. What was the song you were singing? Um, Breakdown by Tom Petty. Breakdown. Go ahead and give it to me. Go ahead and give it to me. <laughs> it was beautiful, man. I didn't yeah, even know you thanks. could sing, to be honest with you. I, I still can't. I'm working on it. Drinking bro sports. Listen, we tailgated today. We did uh, wieners, the uh, mini weenies. Wiener schnitzels. Uh, no, that was not what we did. Oh. That's not what we ate today for our tailgate. We ate uh, little smokies. Little smokies. For those of That's you who don't name. know, you can go little to drinking bro sports. On Instagram, and you can see a little video on how to make little smokies for your tailgate. We're getting ready. We got eight days until the first big tailgate of the season. What's the game again? It's football. Yeah, what, what kind of football? Yeah. <laughs> Do you even know what game we're going to? Sports football. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't remember, like Tansy. No, I got a surprise for that game. Well, it's the Clemson. There's going to be a Georgia ton of home game. runs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lots of goals and slap No, I've got shots. you a really big surprise for this game. I know you've you've teased that, and I'm excited for it. It's uh, Clemson versus Georgia. Very good. Clemson, Clemson versus Clemson, Georgia. Clemson. And uh, I went all in for this game for you. I uh, got up with the old Ross Pattersons. And, Talked to him uh, yesterday. And we, we put our heads together, and we came up with uh, just an amazing Which heads moment did for you, you put together? We docked. I was going to say, I was going to say, is that I know that's where you're going with that. Well, since we're talking about docking, we're going to get real weird. Um, wicked weird. If two people have prolapsed buttholes and they Ooh. try to put them together, the can, they, together? can they dock prolapsed buttholes? Is that cause infection? Uh, I would assume it would. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Are we here at the, um, failure to stop studios? Yeah, actually here big news. Beach? Big news. We're coming into the big season. We're actually going to get our own little studio. Oh, uh, we're working on that right now. Ooh. Don't know how long that's going to take, but it could be a couple of weeks. Could be one week. We're going to be moving into a studio, a sports studio. Mm. We're going to go all sports all year for the football season, but we'll be at a lot of games tailgating and we need you to jump on the old social medias. Me personally or everyone else. Everyone else. So let us know. Well, I tried that. Invite I, us. I, invite us to some tailgates. I don't think I did a great job of um, getting my question across because I was like, hey, who wants to help host us for a uh, tailgate legend show? Blah, blah, blah. And everyone's like, you should go to Boise. OK, cool. You should go here. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'd love to go there. But I was and may, yeah. that's on me for not host answering. us yes. at your tailgate. If you put on yes. an epic tailgate, you call us and we will show up. We will 
come bearing gifts. That is a swing and a miss. We'll do by some me. live shows, <laughs> um, but we want to get involved in some of the tailgates going into the season to really make the tailgate legends legendary. Mm-hmm. We also, you know have the ability to bring some pro athletes with us. So I know Maybe that we've got, we've got a couple of games lined up this year with a couple of pro athletes. We don't want to go and drop the ball yet, but uh, <laughs> drop we got the Rob ball. Jones, we got Matt Dodge coming back. I don't on want to tell you guys who games. it is, but I'm about to tell you who it is. <laughs> yeah, we've got some cool stuff coming down the pipeline, but a lot of stuff going on in the news yeah. sports wise this week. They have dropped Tim Tebow. What's uh, the scoop on that? Um, well, sometimes all it takes is one viral video. And your former college coach, Urban Meyer, will drop you like a sack of potatoes. So there was a, a video that was going around of a preseason game with Tebow's throwing a block. Yeah. It didn't seem like it was that bad of a block. Though. It was not you, good. You find somebody. And what like, it looked like to me was that he was finding somebody, right? So the play was nowhere near him. It was coming off the back. It was, was, but the guy the guy missed that first read and went to the outside sure, instead of the inside, look. and he just found somebody to fucking smack into. I got no problem with that. We live in a viral video society. Perception is reality, in. right? <laughs> Not for everyone, but I had a debate with someone else about perception being reality earlier, but anyway... Um, yeah, it didn't look good. And I mean, that's not the only thing. But he wasn't, watched, he wasn't looking good. He was third on the depth chart and okay. on a bad team. Trust me, I'm with you. We were both pulling for Tebow. I, wish, I hope they bring him back. I mean, fuck it. But if you can't play, you can't play. He looked lost. He looked he like he's been playing baseball for a couple of years. Like well, he, he should have done this five years ago. He should have switched positions yeah. five years ago. I've always said that. I always thought he would have been a great linebacker. I don't know. I mean, I mean, maybe two can smash. He can, but you got to be, you have to be as a defensive player in football, you have to be faster than the offensive guys. Nowadays. I got you. I got you. And I don't think his speed was up to par. If he right after the Patriots, basically when he was the third string there, if he went to fullback or tight end, then I think he could still be playing, but now he's trying to play catch up. And if urban Meyer is not going to take him, no, well, he runs kind of like Gronkowski though. When yeah. I watch him run, he looks like Gronkowski to me. Yeah, Gronkowski looks like he has like a shield because of that big forearm thing yeah. that he had to do. And yeah, I mean, maybe maybe Tebow should have just taken one year off like Gronk did and came back and been successful and won the Super Bowl. But no, nah, I mean, I think the Tebow ship has set sail, never to return. No, again. I don't think he's going to return. He was a great football him. player. He wasn't a great quarterback, but he was a great football player, especially at, uh, at Florida. But uh, speaking of the Jacksonville Jaguars, they just had a big blow. We were talking Clemson. They named Trevor Lawrence their, their QB1, which we all saw you know, coming. They drafted him number one overall. He's the next great thing, the prodigy, if you will, sunshine. But they lost his teammate, his former right. teammate at Clemson, and Travis Etienne. The story of Jacksonville, right? Plagued by injuries. I mean, this is what they saw with Fred Taylor back in the day when oh, they thought they had a chance. Uh, Dorian. Uh, Mark Brunel, remember Mark, him? Well, Mark Brunel took a lot of knee injuries. Tony Baselli. Tony, Tony Baselli was their number one wow, guy, and he went back. down with a whole bunch of injuries. Mm. Um, so uh, Jaguars, that's been their... That's been kind of their existence, right? Something it's just in injuries. Water. Something in the water down there in, in the water. But you know what? Other teams don't have that problem. Is, is it just because they have depth? And, it, and, the, and the injuries aren't so catastrophic because they have somebody that can step in? Yeah, I mean, every, every team has injury problems. It's the NFL, especially now with an extra game. There's going to be more injuries. But yeah, depth is, is the difference. And, you know... The Patriots have always lived by this this way of the next man up, right? I mean, that was it, right. it's used so frequently now, but for a long time, Belichick was like next man up. It doesn't matter because we never heard this with Kansas City. You well, know, Mahomes losing so and so, and it's the game over for the season. Right? Well, they actually, a bi- I think, a big reason why they did lose that Super Bowl is because their offensive line was decimated. That's why, if you remember watching that game on the Ghost Bed over in Austin. 
Mahomes was running around like a wild man all day because, I mean, the Bucks were just running around chasing him because his offensive line just was shot. Back. That's why they went out and they signed the guy from Baltimore. I forget his name now, but they, they made some moves on the offensive. Joe Tooney from the Patriots, NC yep. State, Wolfpack guy. They signed a couple guys to reinforce that offensive line because if you have a quarterback like Mahomes, you need to protect him at all costs or you'll never get back to the promised land. Right. But I can see them getting back there this year. They reinforced that line. But no, this injuries across the NFL always. I mean, that's... That's always it's I think when you have a lot of injuries, it comes down to depth, like you were saying, but coaching, too, because sometimes it's like you you invest everything in a couple guys. One or two of them goes down. Then what else do you have? You didn't invest in the guys to to back them up and the guys to, you know, have that depth. So I think with injuries, coaching and depth is the way to combat it. But everyone, I mean, you wait week eight, right? It's already injuries now. Go week eight and see the list. And then you're like, oh, shit. Some years are worse than others. Um, I think last year was a, a rough one for some people because of COVID and the, you know, the off season was weird and this and that. Hopefully you won't see as much this year because it's more of a traditional off season, traditional training camp. Um, unless you're Cam Newton, Cam Newton was in the news. So I don't understand the, the protocols on, you know, COVID and testing and everything that they're doing I in mean, the NFL. Buffalo, the Buffalo bills are already feeling the wrath of that. They're, uh, uh, wide receiver Isaiah McKenzie just got a mask violation. Is that a 10 yard penalty? Is that an automatic <laughs> first down? How does that work? Not a face mask. Either. Um, no, not a face mask, but he revealed his uh, faces anyway. Um, yeah, Cam he's an unvaccinated player and he's failing to wear his mask. And you, you keep fucking around with those Buffalo Bills fans and taking out some of their star wide receivers and shit's going to get real in Buffalo. Start to jump on this table and break it like Bills Mafia does. But I don't know. Cam Newton apparently got tested in a different state and he tested negative multiple times, but because the places he got tested weren't approved by the NFL PA, it goes out the window and now he's going to miss the next preseason game, which opens things up for uh, rookie Mac Jones to step in there and, and show his stuff. But I mean, what sort of rule is that you tested negative, the trust, the science that he's negative, but it's not where we wanted you to get tested, which makes me think, follow the money. So whoever is investing in these COVID tests, whatever, and you know, cahoots with the NFL was like, well, he went somewhere else to get tested. So that's a violation. We're not getting the money from that. And that's, here's, that's my theory. And here's what I have to say about the Isaiah McKenzie incident where he was failed to wear his mask. Um, I guess I need to look more into it. Was he just refusing to wear his mask or did he caught, get caught with his mask down? Because if we're going to play the game of just trying to sharpshoot people when their masks are down because um, they're taking a quick breather. I mean, look, we look at Nancy Pelosi just going to get her hair cut. Uh, no, she was set up, dude. No, they set her up. She's, dude. Sure. Come on. Come on. That was all. Uh, <laughs> you know, we look at the whole Gavin Newsom, nobody wearing a mask at the uh, the wine dinner days after he implemented his mask mandate. Um, you know, are we just because these uh, these players are not vaccinated are we going to sharpshoot them every time their mask is it's kind of like I when we so. got kicked out of the uh, hurricanes game where we remove the mask to eat the peanuts and then they said this is your first violation you you take your mask up you put the peanut in you pull your mask down i mean are we gonna start sharpshooting these players and it becomes more of a do as i say not as i do uh i wonder how that looks playing out for i the think rest so because you know cole beasley came out and was one of the first ones to publicly be like I, you can't tell me what to fucking do with my body DeAndre Hopkins came out and he's like, I don't know if they're going to require vaccines from us. I'm going to question my, you know, 
my career in the NFL and they got flack. Now the public opinion on that, obviously from reading the comments and everything is, you know, fuck these people do what you're told conform, which is sad to see. Now, do I think that'll put a target on them when it comes to Roger Goodell in the NFL? Probably. I mean, we can only speculate, but I would like to think so because they love to set examples and use people like Tom Brady with deflate gate and stuff like that. They want to sort of show like, look at the power we have, look what we can do to you. And you set yourself up. There was a player, I forget his name now, but he, he said he got COVID. He's big, huge dude. I mean, he, he's got to be like almost 300 pounds jacked. Right. And he's like, yeah, I got COVID and I was really sick, man. And it was all, all of a sudden became like a PSA. He's like looking at the camera and like, you need to go get vaccinated because I'm in great shape and I got sick from COVID and I thought I was going to die and just, and it's like, I wanted to just take his word for it. And any other time I'd be like, Oh shit. But right now I'm so, I don't want to believe anything. And I'm like, is this fucking propaganda? What is going, did someone, did Moderna pay him? What is going on right now? Why is this guy like all of a sudden getting all somber about how, <laughs> how sick he got? I mean, guys get sick. Nobody cared before if it was the flu or something else, or if you got fucking yeah. chlamydia, yeah. <laughs> which you've yeah. struggled with a lot in your life. Right? Today's chlamydia. halftime show is brought to you by Moderna. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk some fantasy football. I know you're all boned up on fantasy football. Well, I, I am. I got the invite. You didn't. <laughs> well, I have <laughs> never, ever played fantasy football in my entire life. Um, and I thought this year was going to be the year that I got my shot. I was going to get out onto the, the fantasy field no and, and I was really going to get my, my day view that I deserve that I've earned from doing a sports show for the last 40 episodes. No, have we? We hit like 40 something episodes close right? to that. I think we're above 45 at this point. We're, wow. We're, in I 50. have talked more sports yeah. in 50 weeks than this is more sports than I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. yeah. So I think I earned the sports. I think I earned the right to uh, fantasy football. Well, and, Ross, uh, seems, <laughs> Ross seems to disagree because <laughs> he does disagree. I, hey, I asked him. I was like, so is Tansy in this? He goes, no, no, no. Yeah. Tansy doesn't know shit. Well, <laughs> little does he know that I'm I'm going to enter under a false name. Well, the league is already filled up. So nice try. <laughs> Don't worry. You can be um, my assistant general manager for the team. But since we're, we're talking fantasy football, what's your biggest fantasy? In football? No, sexually. Getting railed by Tim Tebow. Oh, you mean... <laughs> well, that, you're, Man, hitting, you're covering same. both bases there. That's fantasy football in a sexual same. way. No, you know, my fantasies with football lie within the tailgate. I'm a huge tailgate guy. I love the food. I love the dancing. I love the cornhole. I love everything about a tailgate. I love it all. Except and for the, except for the game tailgate. following the tailgate. I don't give a fuck about the game. I'm too <laughs> drunk to go into that game. I usually get kicked out. Got kicked out of the hockey game a couple... Months ago, uh, I'm no... Oh, speaking of getting... That just reminded me. That's a fun little story. I was probably, I mean, 12 at best. 12 oldest. And the uh, Lynn Spirit, which was the single A affiliate for the Boston Red Sox at the time, which was a town over that I grew up. They had... A, it's basically like the Mudcats, right? Similar whole thing. I went to a minor league game. I was with my buddy. We were 12. And I got... We both got kicked out of the game for heckling the players. Oh, and I wasn't even swearing. I'm telling you, I was saying you were 12, boo, 12 saying, boo, get a haircut. Yeah, get a haircut. The players would turn around and jaw back at me yeah. and they they kicked me out of the game. My mom was like, what the hell 
is wrong with you? I'm like, I don't know. I was just telling them, boo, get a haircut. So our society has been soft for a long time. I have a, <laughs> I have a, a fun... Um, a dick even at 12. Of course. Hey, Noel, you are what you eat. Wait, fuck. <laughs> Listen, I'm a masshole through and through, okay? I, I was, I'm a shit talker. I mean, let's be honest here. Could you imagine when I was actually playing? Such a shit talker. That's why I had a big target on me. That's why... I, Dudes were trying to headhunt me at every chance they got. One kid in Pup One said, I'll split your wig, Playboy. We were playing the South End of Boston, a little rough around the edges down there. Playboy, I'll split your wig. And uh, I didn't know what that meant at the time. Uh. <laughs> but I, I soon found out when he uh, tried to cleat me in my, in my testicles. But uh, anyway, fantasy football. Um, yeah, I mean, the league's filled up. We got some drinking bros in the league. Um, I know what the prize is. I'm not sure if Ross wants me to say what the prize is, so I'll keep that to myself. But I know what it is, and I'm going for that fucking prize. And, um, you know, last year, the Fantasy Football League I was in, I won. No big deal. Whatever. So I'm trying to repeat as a champion. But this is the new Tailgate Legends League. Um, You know, I'm going to take it home. But since you don't know a lot about the players and the X's and O's and statistics, we'll jump right into this. If you were to make a Fantasy Football team... What would the team name be? Because I have a top three that I've thought about that I think are the best. You got to be creative. Like, I'll give you one. Vince Wilfork. I don't know if you remember him play with yep. the Patriots. Big guy. Wilfork on the first date. <laughs> Good chuckle, right? Not yeah, a bad one. It's funny. It's a funny one. So, so think about it. That wouldn't be in my top three, by the way. But so think of it like that. You know, like Casey Anthony's babysitter. That wasn't yeah. great. But you know what I mean. Like, you know what I'm getting at. So yeah. you got to you know, play on words. Some players, you know, have names that you can use. Um, like for instance, I'll, t- I'll give you one of my top three ones. What was, uh, what was true breezes number? Nine. I number would nine. My number fantasy nine. football name would be SPF nine. Why SPF? Cause he didn't wear sunscreen. He got skin cancer. <laughs> he did. Were you talking about the thing on his face? Yeah. That's not skin cancer. Yes, it was. No, it's not. Google it? it. He got hit in a game one time. No, that's not true. Look it up. Google it. Drew Brees. Drew Brees scar on his face. It was from he got hit um, back in the day and he just didn't no. fix it. Mm-mm. Yes. No. Yep. Fact check me. Scar on Drew Brees' face isn't actually a scar. One of the upper part of Drew Brees' right cheek has appeared to have a scar. That's not what it is, though. Brees has had that mark. It's a birthmark. Oh. So we're both wrong. We can both get fucked. <laughs> well, then that won't be my name. Yeah, because that was a stupid one anyway. All right, well, here's another example. It wasn't stupid. Do you remember Adrian Peterson? Yeah. Made the news for beating his his kids. Yeah. Now, that's a whole debate in itself. We don't need to get into that. But his last name is Peterson. So what about Adrian Peterson? Ah, yeah. So you see where I'm getting at here? Tebow's tight end. (laughs) Sure. Aaron Hernandez's tight end would have been better. But um, how about this one now? Hanging with Aaron. Good. Better. Better. So you're getting it. Yeah. You're getting it. Yeah. Hang with Aaron. Um, so obviously, you know, Tom Brady's famous wife, Giselle Bunchen. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The Brady Bunchen. Oh, you like it because it's a play on the Brady Bunch, but also on Giselle's last name, which is German, <laughs> but she's Brazilian. Uh, huh? Derek Carrack. You're Googling them right now, you fucking asshole. No, I, I didn't. know you are. You're Googling. What are fun fantasy football no, names? Look, what does that Google right there? What does that say? Raiders QB. Yeah, because I knew I knew it was Carr, but I didn't know if he was the QB or something else. Did you know his brother also played in the NFL and he was number one overall draft pick of the expansion team at the time, Houston Texans. He was the so, first first pick. By I him. want an apology because I was not 
Googling. I sincerely apologize with all my heart. Thank to you. you. I made that one up myself, and that will be my fantasy football team. And I will be you, Ross, and all the other Drinking Bros Sports with Derek Carr's wreck. Derek Carr wreck. <laughs> Derek's. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> Ray Rice's elevator, buddy. Yeah. A little bit of a stretch. How about this one? This is the best one. Ready? All right. Ray's drive by. <laughs> Ray's white suit. <laughs> my um, my buddy Christian, shout out Christian. Um, he played like intramural flag football in college. Okay. And their team name was Ray Lewis killed a guy. Oh. <laughs> Just straight up like team name. Yeah. Ray Lewis killed a guy. <laughs> Just like great, it. by the way. Um, but my favorite one of all time is it's a little dated now, but still it's timeless. Okay. Sandusky Shower Squad. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Bum, ba, dum, boom. That was a perfect <laughs> opportunity, Noel. Noel's like, nah, I don't like that one. This kid's involved. <laughs> Which is fuck, fucked up. Now fucking go off on Jim Jordan any fucking time you want. Jim Jordan? Fuck that asshole. Who's Jim Jordan? Look it up. Jim Jordan? Is he a pedo? Jim Jordan. Related to Michael. Uh, U.S. Congressman. What, he diddle boys, too? Wrestling coach. Oh, oh let it no happen. More. Let no it happen. Gotcha. Total cunt. Uh, fuck them then. Wow. This is the first wow. time that Noel Jeez. has said cunt before us. Put a couple of Corona lights wow. on that big boy over there, and all of a sudden, <laughs> the C word comes out. I like That's it. Great. That's I great. like it. Uh, actually, <laughs> I can blip it though after the. Film, no, so no, no, no. We've no. got to put. Uh, we got to put Noel on the spot. We are. Uh, we're going to a tailgate in eight days. Um, we were just notified late last night as we were trying to plan this whole thing together that our producer from Austin, Texas, will not be will be not be accompanying. <laughs> we're on our own, baby. So maybe if we treated you to a beautiful place to stay, and oh shit, I don't even know if we have a ticket for the game for that or not. You can have my ticket. You can have my <laughs> ticket to the game. No, I was like, I'll go in. that bitch. But I will give you the most wonderful place to sleep with the most wonderful view of all time and the most wonderful, fabulous dinner Hope and pay you. We'll talk about it off the air. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you son of a bitch. We are fucked. <laughs> but we are going to tailgate in eight days in Charlotte, and I know that we have uh, a really good crowd hosting us, uh, that we are going to a tailgate with... Uh, well, no, I'm just going to save a whole bunch of surprises for you for later. Um... Someone add graphics of like question marks above my head right there. Yeah. If, you, so anyways, if you're watching on YouTube, hammer the like button. Fantasy football. Speaking of. Yeah. Well, well let me ask you this. As someone, it's basically. I've I'm, never played. Exactly. So I'm writing the book. I've always wanted you. to. Fantasy football for dummies. Oh, you right? are. Yeah. I'm writing it just you for you should, right now. We should. No, we shouldn't. Like you should literally. I'm write. sure there's already one out there. Yeah, but Do you think I'm smart enough to write a book? Uh, Are you smart enough to write a book? Well, I am writing a book and it's almost done. So mm, I've, on you, I've read bitch. some of it. You like it? It was a crisp fall morning, and I didn't have my coffee and donuts yet. I wanted to do oh, a voiceover. You remember it? You remembered it? Yeah, because I fucking—it's like the one book I ever Except read. I don't talk <laughs> like an asshole from Boston. Neither do I. I don't know what you're talking about. So fantasy football. Uh, let's get into it. So what? I've always made fun of everybody that plays fantasy football. I think people are way too invested in this bullshit. But now my mom is all into it. Your mom? Oh God, she fantasy NASCARs. Oh, your mom has some fantasies, all right. Wait, She's, fantasy NASCAR? I got confused. yeah. She's like our fantasy NASCAR league. Like on DraftKings, maybe? I have no idea what the fuck it is, dude. Fantasy NASCAR. Yeah, she's I got, mean, they got like You picks. know you're a redneck when you do fantasy NASCAR. It's got to be some like uh, white trash city, like stand up. Hilliard, Florida. Speaking of stand up, you did, you had your first attempt oh, at stand up. Oh, I did up, get my first. We did. We had our first I guess shot at stand up. It was a shit show. Yeah, but show. you were the. Uh, it was a shit show. That's the name show. of the comedy show. <laughs> sure. Well, uh, how do you think it went? Um, you got to be honest because we're on air with all the the fans and they trust 
the, the nest and the honesty. I enjoyed it. I had fun. I thought okay. it was funny, even though I've heard those stories a million times. Um, I think there's room for improvement on yeah. all of us. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's like the first time you guys tried to do a podcast and I watched and I was like, they need some help. Yeah. So I asserted myself in real quick yeah. and now look at us. The good thing is that people <laughs> definitely seem to be entertained by it. Uh, well, you're an entertaining person. That is we, they were, sure. We are but you were also nervous. Together. It was oh, like yeah. the first time you did Failure to Stop right here from the Failure to Stop studios. And you were like fidgety in your chair. And I texted you. And I was like, stop fucking moving. Yeah. Just like me when I did my first show with you guys with Antoine Harris. And my buddies were talking about like, dude, stop fixing your headphones, dude. What are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. I didn't even realize I was doing it. Yeah. But it's like anything else. The first time you get up there and play music. The Before first time. There's a moment. There's always a moment. Write that down. <laughs> I'm scribing it. I don't. I don't know where to go with that one. Other than all I think of that it was is the old Mountain Dew commercial, by the way. Before there's a moment, and then it would show them like backstage, like getting ready, slamming a Mountain Dew. There's always a moment. That sounds like something Mountain Dew would say. Like that's not that deep. Before there's a moment, there's a moment. No fucking shit. And before that, there was another moment. And after that, there'll be another. I heard Mountain Dew lowers your sperm count. Can you I don't drink Mountain Dew at all. I would. I, I don't. It drink was weird soda. because when I was a cop, there was people that would wake up. You know, we have to be at the station at like 530 in the morning. They'd be fucking hitting Mountain Dews at 540 a.m. I'm like, Blech. gross. Blech. And then smoking a cigarette right after. Blech. Should have been drinking some Kill Cliff. Yeah. Whoa. Ooh. We'll get to that later, though. Um, uh, so anyway, let's get into the fantasy, fantasy football. football. How does it work <laughs> for dummies? Can I ask you some questions? You can. Because when you said we're going to talk fantasy football, I was like, you know what? We might as well not because I don't know anything about it. Well, it's it's pretty simple. You have positions right you have a collective defense you don't worry about defensive players individually just a defense for instance the Steelers defense right so if the Steelers the steel curtain the steel curtain with mean Joe Green if if the Steelers have an interception waving your fucking terrible towel and wipe my ass with that thing um <laughs> a little brown skid mark on it for you but the if the Steelers get a pick six which is an interception for a touchdown for Tansy you get the points. You get a three right. points maybe for the interception and six points for the touchdown. Okay. So that the defense gave you seven points right there, whatever it is. Right. You also draft a one quarterback, two or three running backs, and two or three wide receivers. So it's like two running backs, two wide receivers, and a flex, which is right. a running back. So or you a don't get to pick any defensive players. Nope, just a, a complete defensive unit. Okay. So like, so you can be like Raiders defense. defense. Yes, yes, okay. yes. But now if you're drafting and somebody's already picked the Raiders defense, you don't get to pick them nope. as well. Nope. So you have to pick another one. You so, sure and do. you have to go in order. Yeah. So it's, it's a snake draft, right? So say it's just us three for, you is know. it too late to get into any fantasy football league? No, the season hasn't started yet. So can you help me get into one? I can try. I mean, I'm already in two. That's usually my limit nowadays is two. Now, does it cost money? Well, yeah, if you want to. Yeah, of course. Okay. How much money are we talking? Um, It depends. I mean, if everyone, say, pays 100 bucks, there's 12 people in the league. It's $1,200 purse. Usually they do it like this. First place wins 1000 Second place gets your money back and an extra 100 Or, you know what I mean? So like have they, you already done your draft? No, not yet. Um, I, I forget what it's scheduled. I can look it up. But um, All right, so let's a few drinking through. bros in the league. I believe Reed White, who is a Ooh, loyal listener. I'm going to get in this fucking league. If I have to change my name and like sneak into you it, can, I you will. Can I'll figure it out. Help me out. And no, can, I want to do my own because I want to fucking win. And I want to wipe Okay, how about this? Who would you ass. draft for if you had the number one overall pick? Dun, 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 with the number one overall pick of the 2021. Which position? Fantasy draft. Well, that's the question. 
what, who would you pick now? Knowing so I can pick a defense. I can pick a running back. I can pick mm-hmm. who would be your, if you had the, number and it goes on pick. based on points. Mm-hmm. And so do you get more points from defense? Close enough. <laughs> Close enough on that. Do you music. get more points for defenses? No, no, you don't want to pay. And that's literally what Ross said. Why you shouldn't be in the no, league. No, I'm asking a question. <laughs> he said you'd pick a kicker or a defense first. And I go, no, 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 I, I would. I would pick, uh, I, I'd probably, did you pick a quarterback first? That's a great question. I'm glad you, you asked that as our game show music plays in the background. All I can think about is that video I took of you guys dancing to you and Mike doing the thing. Um, I, I'm very adamant about not picking a quarterback in the first round because to get real nerdy on you, the way the league is set up nowadays is these guys are slinging it. Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Brady, Aaron Rodgers, all these guys, so many quarterbacks can put up huge numbers. Now you mentioned Derek Carr. He is middle of the pack, like dead center middle of the pack when it comes to being quarterback in the NFL. I would take him on my fantasy team any day of the week because he'll end up throwing you two touchdowns a game and why not? That's that's great. What you really need to worry about is because there's so many quarterbacks that will give you such good numbers. Don't worry about that shit. You want to go running backs or wide receivers first, especially if it's a PPR league. What that means is traditionally with fantasy football, three catches would give you one point as a wide receiver. Right now it's every catch gives you a point. PPR is point per reception catch as a reception so Tyree Kill was great last year DeAndre Hopkins Stefan Diggs all those guys were the top wide receivers they get you a lot of points the yards the touchdowns can you pick tight ends you can you can uh Travis Kelsey would be I mean I would go full-on Gronkowski this year this is last year maybe dude's gonna go all in I mean the thing with Gronk is even historically especially now though he has never played a full season always gets hurt and for fantasy, that can that can dictate your whole season. You lose one game and you miss the playoffs by one game because that one week Gronk was out. You can blame Gronk. <laughs> and that's why a lot of times people who play fantasy football end up falling in love or hating specific players. Um, I remember one year I made it to the championship and won every game and lost like the Patriots did. And I, everyone on my team I loved throughout the whole year. And like LaDainian Tomlinson and Wes Welker. I was like, I fucking love these guys because they helped me get to a championship. Right. So. You can kind of fall in love or end up hating guys based off who you draft in these fantasy football leagues. Now, I wouldn't take Gronk as my first tight end. I would take him, but Travis Kelsey, um, George Kittle, all those guys I would take first over Gronk, even though Gronk and Brady still have the connection. But you also got to think, yeah, maybe Gronk, Gronk had two touchdowns in the Super Bowl. Gronk. Would, is that worth more points if it's in the Super Bowl? No, because you're never going to. But it is you don't more go points that because far. there's nobody that play, is in there. Exactly. That's why. So, so usually, it ends before that? Yeah. So nah. usually the Super Bowl, the championship in fantasy football leagues are the last week or the second to last week of the season. Now, the reason why they sometimes do the second to last week of the season is because in the last week, a lot of the guys sit out. If they're already set in their playoff spot, if the Patriots had the number one overall seed. They sit Brady at halftime and you're in your championship and you have Brady on your team and he only plays the first half, it fucks you. So that's why a lot of times this year we'll see on week 17 is going to be most of the fantasy football championships. But back to the quarterback thing, I would never draft a quarterback in the first round. Lamar Jackson, Pat Mahomes, they're going to put up wild numbers this year. Yeah. But let let people waste a, a you know, a top first round pick. First or even What's second your first round pick? round pick? I go running back. Okay. 
running backs score the most touchdowns, sure. you know, because you can have a lot of guys like Tyree Kill, for instance, who give you a big 70 yard reception, rack up, you know, 12 catches, but they don't get into the end zone. They have all these yards. The touchdowns are what matter. That's six points. Those add up. You get someone like Zeke Elliott in Dallas or Derrick Henry, the beast in Tennessee, and they get three touchdowns that game. I mean, six times three quick. Six times three is 18. <laughs> That's 18 points right there. So then you get all those math. Yay, math. <laughs> you add up all those points and, and historically running backs will get you the most points. Now, the league changes. It's way more pass happy this year. <sighs> I wouldn't be afraid to draft a wide receiver in the first round. Devontae Adams would be one. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, who definitely helped me win my championship last year. Um, I would take him. But the problem is with drafting wide receivers high is you also have to look at who's their quarterback, right? So, for instance, Devontae Adams. Yeah, because like if you if you try to pick like McCaffrey for, mm-hmm. you know, he's a great running back, mm-hmm. but the fucking Panthers aren't going to be putting yeah. putting the ball in the end zone. Yeah, well, that's at all exactly that's that's a good point by that too, right? And and also McCaffrey's coming off an injury. I would still draft him if I had like the fourth overall pick and he's available. I'm taking him. He he's a guy who can bounce back from injury. And the thing is, like, you're right. The team is bad. And especially with the running back, if the team's bad, you're going to be down by a lot of points. And I would go probably somewhere like with the Redskins running back only because their defense is so fucking stout right now that their running back is going to be on the field quite a bit. Yeah, you would think, but it depends because because then you you know because if, if you're getting three and outs by the defense the whole time mm-hmm. and you're on one side of the field, yeah. why not just and even if your offense sucks, you can still smash it right up the middle yeah. and have great field position for the entire game. Exactly, exactly, and it it comes down to what what the team is, right? So. I mean, you, you can't know who's going to get hurt. But say you draft DeAndre Hopkins first. Kyla Murray, that quarterback, goes down. DeAndre Hopkins is going to be almost useless. I don't even right. know who the backup is in Arizona right now. That sucks, right? That happens. Devontae Adams is ranked across the board pretty much as the number one wide receiver in, in the league, fantasy-wise, whatever. It also helps that he has Aaron Rodgers thrown to him. Now, if Rodgers held out this year and didn't play, Devontae Adams' stock would plummet, right? Right. And like you were talking with Christian McCaffrey, so if a team sucks, and the Panthers will probably be middle of the pack. depends on how Sam Darnold's going to be there. But anyway, running backs, right? If you're down 14 to basically off the jump in the second quarter every game because your team sucks and the defense sucks, you want the wide receivers on that team because a team that's down 14 at halftime isn't going to just run the ball. They're not running the ball anymore. They're going to be passing, passing, passing. So... The bad teams, you'd want to stay away from their running backs, even if their running backs are great. Right. The thing with Christian McCaffrey, though, is because he's so versatile, he's not a guy who just gets handoffs all the time. Sure, he's running the screens. Mm-hmm. And he get, gets a lot of catches, slants. and he can do pretty much anything. So he's a guy that, even though his team's bad, I would still take him. Um, but, for instance, like last year, a lot of people um, wanted Zeke, right? Right. Zeke Elliott in Dallas. Dak Prescott goes down, you think, oh, well, they'll just give it to Zeke. Well, no, they can't because they're going to be down, you know, two scores every game and they're going to be playing catch up. Um, That's why if you want to take anyone from the Cowboys, I take C.D. Lamb. I think he's going to be a beast this year. Ross, I know, was also upset that the Falcons didn't grab him a couple of years ago, but I think that's going to be. I I mean, that's the kind of the Falcons. Yeah. That's kind of their mantra. They might right? be. They might have the be perfect opportunity. Three. You might have a the perfect opportunity to be a winning season, and you just do the opposite. Yeah, it's almost <laughs> like they were up twenty eight to three and blew it. Oops. 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 What about defense? Who are you taking on defense? I mean, you you mentioned the uh, the Washington R words. Um, I, I they've got the number one defense in the league. Yeah, they, have, they do have a really good defense. Um, I, I mean, think they have a lot to to show for. But they have a, they have a great defense. 
and they play in a weak division. They get to play the Cowboys twice. The right. Eagles so you're twice, so you're already picking the, the Giants ball off twice. A fuck ton. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You're Jalen Hurts, Danny picks. Dimes. Those are the the quarterbacks that go. So up you have to go with Washington if if it's your first pick and you get a defense because they're going to throw up some good numbers. Yeah, but the thing with that to sort of play devil's advocate on that is their offense I don't think is great I know some people which love, puts the defense on the field more it does which, which gives you more points well, or it goes the other way where it gives the offense playing against them more gotcha. opportunities to score, score yeah. it's like a high risk high reward type thing gotcha. um, but you never know Ryan Fitzpatrick Harvard graduate so maybe we go smart. maybe we go Tampa Bay then Tampa but, Bay's got a great defense. But then your defense isn't really on the field all that, that much anymore. But so you've got teams that are far behind and they're having to throw the ball more. Mm-hmm. So you got a strong defense. You're getting more pick sixes. You're getting more. Sure. But the thing with defenses and fantasy is off the bat, they start off with 10 points. So if, if they don't give up any points, nothing happens. Right. They have 10 points. That's 10 points for your team. And then the reason why is you start off with 10 points and then they give up a touchdown. You minus those points. Oh, uh, okay. Instead of starting at zero. Well, they're not giving up any fucking touchdowns anyway. The Bucks. I mean, yeah. the Bucks have pretty much their whole team. They brought the band back together and they're trying to do it again. Honestly, I'm usually one to say, don't do that. You got to switch it up. So maybe stay middle of the road and go with Baltimore. Um, or Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh's going to have a better defense. Uh, TJ Watt is great. They're going to have yeah. a better defense than, than the Ravens. Um, I would, I would, t- I would and steal is, but the Steelers, they pretty much stayed drama free. Through the postseason, yeah, until um, Ben Roethlisberger acts up again. But I mean, he's not going. He hasn't. But the thing is, we're spending too much time on the defense because the defense is not important in fantasy. We football, just talked so. about running backs. We talked about quarterbacks. We talked about defense. What else you want to talk about? We did. Well, I would talk about how I, w- I still want to know what your favorite fantasy football team name is because that's where it starts. You got to pick a good oh. name first. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the you are the nose. Oh. The jagged little pills. <laughs> no, but um, some of my sleepers, right? The thing with fantasy is we a lot of times we all know who the top players are. You want to go grab them, right? You you want to get Dalvin Cook in Minnesota. You want to get Derrick Henry. But the best part about it is the sleepers, the guys who you know about. You feel like you might have an, an inside information or an idea that this guy's going to break out. And you know, a sleeper is the idea of like, oh, in the sixth or seventh round. I get this guy that nobody even thought of, and he's the top three player on my team looking back at it. But he was the seventh guy drafted for my team. Right. You know what I mean? That's the idea of a sleeper. So it's always my, great to find the sleepers. My idea of a sleeper is someone who sleeps on a ghost bed. Ah, we love ghost bed. They have been a loyal sponsor with the Drinking Bros for over the past five years. Veteran move. Everyone raves about them. They have a super comfortable mattresses that last forever, and they're made in the USA. 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 I saw you and Mike try to do that. Terrible. Uh, yeah, we don't, we don't have the same connection that we have oh um take that mike <laughs> uh i also don't interrupt him as much as i interrupt you uh every mattress has a 20-year warranty and you can try it out for 101 nights not 99 not 98 eight no nope, but 101 <laughs> baby if you don't like it you can send it back no hard feelings one of our favorite parts about goes is that each mattress has that cooling technology and if you're in north carolina this week that cooling technology is an absolute must we're we're beating florida this week really? we're beating orlando Florida this week. Uh, we're hitting the high 95s with a heat index of like fucking 112. We're beating, but we're not the winner. Uh, who's the hottest? 
You no, know? I'm just saying if, you, if you're beating someone in how hot it is, that doesn't make you a winner. No, it's it does not. It does loser. not. So <laughs> I don't know if you're North Carolina or below, you have you absolutely have to get that cooling technology so you can stay cool while staying Dang hard, hard, baby. <laughs> GhostBed also offers bundles so you can get everything you need. You don't really even have to think about it. Just choose from their four mattresses and then pick your bundle. Whether you just need a mattress, a frame, or you want it all, baby. I want, I want it all. I want it all. And I want it now. Uh, you can get the best bang for your buck. Right now, GhostBed is offering that flash sale. It's still going on, baby. Chugging along. Chugga, chugga, choo-choo. 40% off GhostBed bundles where you get a mattress and adjustable base or 30% off of everything if you use the Promo code Drinkin Bros, D R I N K I N Bros, at ghostbed.com forward slash Drinkin Bros. Look, if you buy a ghostbed and you don't use that fucking promo code, You're hang it up. Hang it up. <laughs> hang up them cleats. You can buy a mattress for like $35 a month, zero down, 0% financing. If you have mediocre at best credit, go check them out. Ghostbed.com forward slash Drinkin Bros. Don't forget about those 15 massage modes with zero gravity, way less than the competition, 101 night free sleep trial backed by a 20 year warranty. You cannot go wrong, guys. We absolutely love Ghostbed. It is sleep so good. It's scary. Kind of like Tom Brady's arm. The winds blowing through your air. Just kidding. That was uh, some hippie in court. I don't know if anybody saw that. It's a viral video. The wind cries Mary. Do you hear that, Judge? That is the wind coursing through your veins, telling you and begging you to do the right thing. Triple wow. Rainbow. <laughs> Tri- you're, double you're, rainbow. Double rainbow. You're all jacked up like you drank some Kill Cliff Flamin' Joe. Flamin' Flame Joe, Joe. Flamin' Joe. How far can you go? And you got an empty can right up there just for show next to your ghost bed, son. And that's a live show for that's you, folks. A, that's how <laughs> you know. That's how you Sorry, know. Ghost Bed, we just threw you a sign on the ground, yeah, but it was well, for a good cause to, to show the Kill Cliff Flame and Joe, which they also have a new flavor. Did you see this? I did. It's called, was it Tequila? Fuck, I forget the name of it. I'm the worst. Tequila Sunrise. Tequila Sunrise. It's not kidding. called Tequila Sunrise, it's not, though. It's but not. go ahead, tell the people. This is our mojito one that just came out, too. Oh, uh, no, it's tequila. tequila. That, you're thinking of Instill. Oh, it's a different no. sponsor. <laughs> but go ahead, tell everyone who invented Kill Cliff, your favorite. Uh, it was a Green Beret. It was a Navy SEAL, <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> because Navy SEALs are the best branch of the military, as Tansy will tell you, okay? Quitting's never an option. There's no days off. And if you use promo code Drinking Bros right now, you can get 30% off. That's the deal of the century. I mean, you got to do it. You get the Flaming Joe, the Mango Tango, the Orange Kush, the Goat, Tom Brady's favorite, the Strawberry Days, and get the Variety Pack. Strawberry Fields Forever Days, which, have you seen that friggin' McCartney 321 yet, Noel? First two. First two. It's good, isn't it? It's great. Um, and if you're out there, go watch it. It's really good. Anyway, it's on Hulu. But if you use promo code Drinking Bros, you get 30% off. Get the Ignite if you tailgating this year because you want to be on our level. You want to be as jacked up as Tansy is to talk about fantasy football right now. And um, sports. I mean, the Flame and Joe is awesome. Anything related to Joe Rogan I, is Flame great. That video that I sent you where Rogan has like the voiceover that's all edited. Joe Rogan is an American hero. I just got to say. Anyway, there's no sugar. 
20 calories per can, B vitamins, electrolytes. It's all naturally flavored. Natural. natural. I like um, natties, baby. And, and also, like I always talk about the apparel that they have, um, I'll probably wear my Kill Cliff shirt to our first tailgate in honor of our awesome sponsor that we appreciate so much. And um, go and buy a couple shirts, rock them, take pictures of yourself in them on your ghost bed, fully clothed, please. Unless you want to slide in the Tansy's DMs. Ooh. Ooh. Come on, slide in there. Some of them talking pigs. about fantasy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he asked for them. He I asked mean, for them. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. What's the promo code again, Tansy? Tell them. Tell the people the promo code. K-L-I-L. Jesus Christ. He does this every time. He doesn't pay attention. The promo code is drinking bros. Drinking bros. That's how you get 30%. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was good. We're good at that. Yeah. We look into each other's eyes. Yeah. We time each other. We finish each other's sentences. You always maintain eye contact. You can't get pregnant. Uh, well, some might argue men can these days, but that's a whole different topic. <laughs> but what what isn't up for debate is that Kill Cliff is the number one product. CBD, energizer. every day, baby. I mean, I drink it every day. And you get to wear the awesome shirts. Use promo code Drinking Bros. Thirty percent off. Do it now. Do then it. go back to YouTube and hammer that like button. Do it. Do it. You gotta hammer that do like it. button. Do and it. listen, go to Drinking Bros. Sports on iTunes and give us that five star rating. It really helps move us up the charts, especially going into the sports season. We want to be the number one. Uh, network, the sports network. So yes. it's not just Drinking Bros Sports, Tailgate Legends, but you got the Monday morning recap. You've got uh, the... Um, and we support all those shows, but we want to be better than them too. Well, Let's be honest. I mean, we can only do that by being entertaining and, and getting the most views. And you got to so, try your best. You know, That's all you can uh, do, isn't it? But let's get jump. Let's jump back into fantasy football right quick. Well, I was uh, going to talk about my, my sleepers oh, right before you talked oh. about sleeping okay, on a go ghost ahead. bed. Go um, some of my big sleepers, no surprise, right? My first sleeper is going to be a Patriots player. But okay. Damian Harris is a running back out of Alabama. They just traded Sony Michelle, which I wish I said on the last show that I had this idea. Maybe I did and I forgot. But Sony Michelle, the, the Rams running back goes down. And I'm like, perfect thing to do for the Patriots would be trade Sony Michelle to the Rams and get a couple draft picks because I'm all done with Sony Michelle. And sure enough, what do they do a couple weeks later? Joe Stradamus strikes again. They trade Sony Michelle mm. to the Rams, which is really going to open things up for Damian Harris. Again, former Alabama running back. We all know Alabama running backs are always great. Um, I think that he showed signs last year. He sat out like the first like four or five games and everyone was like, what the fuck? It was almost like a red shirt year for him, a half red shirt year. And um, I think he's going to get the workload of carries, probably the most touchdowns for the Patriots. And with this offense, with Cam or Mac, who the fuck knows, right. I would definitely hammer the Patriots running backs this year. The number one is Damian Harris. Now, speaking of uh, Harris, another Harris is Najee Harris, mm-hmm. who plays for this, yes, he does. this team right here. Mm-hmm. We've always had good luck with Harris's. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. And. Um, not Antoine Harris. He played for the Patriots, but uh, what was the linebacker Harris uh, played for the Steelers? James Harris. James Harris. Close. He also played for the Patriots at the end. But anyway, Najee Harris is going to be a beast. He's going to be, I mean, I don't know if I take him as a sleeper this year, for sure. I mean, if you can get him in the fourth round, that's a fucking steal in my eyes. Um, I think he's going to be good for a long time with them too. So maybe next year he, he really breaks out. But Najee Harris, I think he's the type of guy we talked about Christian McCaffrey, right? He's a running back, gets a lot of carries and touches, but he's going to catch passes out of the backfield. This dude is like a hybrid in every source of sense of the word that he can catch. He can run routes out of the backfield. He's extremely talented. He's on a good team, a good offense. 
They know what they're doing in Pittsburgh. As much as I shit all over them, they know what they're doing. I would take Najee We're Harris. going to Pittsburgh for a tailgate. So if you're out there in Pittsburgh and you want to host us Who at your we? famous tailgate, um, maybe James Morgan's tailgate. He's got a good one out there. That's one I uh, have uh, been Ooh. to in the past. Never been to Pittsburgh. Oh, it's a, it's my, one of my favorite towns of Interesting. all time. The Steel City, they call it. it is. And I'll give you one more sleeper. So in Denver, okay. they're really high up there, a mile high, mm. and they just named two-glove Teddy Bridgewater their quarterback, which they went back and forth between him and Drew Locke. He, that's true. Tim Tebow did play for the Broncos. I saw him play against the Patriots, you know, playoff yeah, game. Really? Yeah. Brady smoked him. It was like 35 to like six. But anyway, um, Jerry Judy is a beast, and I think that you are just pounding these beers way faster than me because I... Didn't even get another one, but that's okay. Jerry Judy, I think, is going to be a beast. I think he's going to be... Maybe you should stop being such a pussy. The show's called fucking Drinking Bros, you pussy. Okay. You don't have to be so mean about uh, it. But, <laughs> that was the beer. Fucking asshole. That was, that was the beer talking. <laughs> anyway. the beer talking. Anyway, Jerry Judy, I think, will be a great um, sleeper to have like as your number two wide receiver. Right? You don't want to spend a second round draft pick on him or anything. That's why these are sleepers, people. Guys, you can get in the later rounds that... Might end up helping your team later on down the road. I think Jerry Judy is a good pick there. I think um, he's going to be the go-to target. They have weapons. Cortland Sutton's really good in Denver. And if Teddy can keep it together, I think he's pretty serviceable. I remember when um, we had Curtis on not too long ago, although that was probably like in April now. I guess it was longer ago than I thought. Um, he was shitting all over Teddy Bridgewater because he used to play for the Panthers. Right. I think Teddy's pretty fucking good. I think he's beyond serviceable. I think he's like Alex Smith 2.0 where he's not going to turn the ball over. He's going to, you know, he's not going to win you a Super Bowl, but he'll put up enough numbers where you can draft one of his wide receivers and have it be good for your team. So those are my three sleepers, Damian and Najee Harris and uh, Jerry Judy. Those would be my top three sleepers. There you go. Could you say sleeper like I say it? Sleeper. 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 I hardly know her. Sleeper. <laughs> what were you going to ask me about my sleepers, though? I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> I've had too many beers. Jesus Christ. Uh, but I do have the name of my fantasy football team. Oh, okay. What did you find on uh, Google? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> this is all on my own. I think uh, Rogers, it's either going to be Rogers Cuckolds or Aaron's Cuckold. What do you think? I mean, a little bit of a stretch, but sure, we'll go for it. Hey, Rogers. Discount double check. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Did the whole discount double check. It's fine. I don't think he does those commercials anymore. Discount um, double cuck. Ooh, whoa. Hello. Now we're talking real fantasies, aren't yeah. we? <laughs> that doesn't involve footballs. But real quick, I want to switch. That wasn't a good name? I want to switch. No. I want to switch gears to a Damn different it. sport real trying. quick. As someone with, with kids. Okay. I want to get your perspective on this. I have a feeling Noel's not going to like this one. I hate my kids. <laughs> The Little League World Series, ESPN shoves it down your throat because they carry it. I get that. I th- can I interrupt you? Or I mean, you, ne- me you never do. You never ahead, interrupt. Let me let you finish. Let me let you finish. I think it's stupid. I, I I don't care about it. Even when I was a kid and I was in Little League, I didn't care about it. I, in fact, Saugus was third in the world one year. Okay, my town of Saugus made it to. Maybe you know, that's a terrible name for a town. Like, it just sounds like soggy. Yeah. Like, what a fucking. Yeah. Next to moist. Ugh. You know? Yeah, like soggy. Moist like a towel. Yeah. Like Drive through be, soggy might, to get to moist. Yeah, it might as well be called like fucking moist. But go on with you hating on kids. Go Let's ahead. hear this. Finish yeah. it off. I do please. hate kids. I'm not going to lie. I go to the pool and I hit them like screaming and I'm just like, I never want to have anyone 
birth my child. I never want to reproduce. I fucking hate gay kids. Gay dudes can't have kids. <laughs> Apple well, doesn't fall far. I guess they can, but <laughs> is that an, that could be a knock to my mom too. But anyway, Good I just think you can't produce goods is what I'm trying to say. You don't know that you can't get pregnant. I could produce the goods. Yeah, to get but I'm talking pregnant. about like, no, because you, you can certainly get someone you, pregnant. You can't could, you? You can't get another pull out pregnant. game week for Eric Tanzi. You can't get another dude pregnant, Joe. I can try. Well, you I've can. been trying for years now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just the thing with Little League World Series, it's it's nice for the kids. Don't get me wrong. But you get a lot of it is this like. There's way too much sportsmanship. I know how that sounds, but there is these these kids are hitting ding dongs, which is a home run, by the way. Yeah, I know. What and they're going, in, they're running over the home plate, and the pitcher's like, "High five, great job for hitting yeah, the home for run off of me." Smoking my my yeah, fastball. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, show some like yeah. real competition and some grit, yeah. and be like, "Fuck you, you I'm gonna play get you ball next like time. a girl." Yeah, what? That's the pussification of America, right there. And then I, you got these look, coaches who want to make killing it, me, Smalls. Yeah, <laughs> you got these coaches who want to make it about themselves and like. It's a story of this one coach who's been coaching Little League for like way too long. You should only be coaching Little League if your kid's on the fucking team. Fucking okay? preach. And he went to Williamsport, where the Little League World Series is, yeah, just as like a little vacation. Yeah. But he wouldn't step into the stadium oh. because he goes, I only want to get there when I deserve oh, I to be earned there. it. Who the fucking loser? Get You're a Little League coach. Okay, you're trying to live vicariously through these kids because you never made it. Yeah. And that's why like... The idea Look, of Little League I, is great, but can this I, Little can League I jump World in? is bullshit. Can yeah, I jump ahead. in? I mean, I, my wife wanted, you know, our kids have great arms and, and they can throw a ball really great well. Great hair too. And they have great hair. Um, and matter of fact, we went to a, a, a baseball game and, and you could pitch the ball through the hole and my son was wearing rain boots to the baseball game. Don't ask me why. Uh, we forgot his shoes and all was in the, the van Wait, was rain boots. They have fucking Pokemon here. They have <laughs> fucking Pokemon here. And that was a shout out to my three-year-old. Um, but at the time, my four-year-old, uh, we were at the Mudcats game and they had a thing where you could throw a ball through a hole um, and you could, and um, it would rate the speed of the ball. And my son threw a strike. I'll throw, I'll put it up on Instagram. So you guys can oh, see you have the video. 22 mile an hour strike. Huh? And immediately everybody in line was like, Whoa, who does your son play for? How long has he been playing? And I'm like, <laughs> He's four. Yeah. How long See, is he? How this long is what I'm he talking about. He's fucking four years old. And they were like, oh man, he's a natural one. No, no, he's not. Right. Like he probably got lucky. Like I would have to say, like, throw that fucking pitch four or five more times. He's wearing rain boots. He's never played a, a game of baseball in his life. Um, I, I have a real problem with baseball because if you go to a skate park and you look at the parents at the skate park. Your son, you know, their, their sons are failing over and over again, and their parents are cheering them on almost for failing, right? Because your son gets super close to landing a kickflip, and you're like, oh my God, high five. Like you got both feet on the board. It's just the board was upside down. Um, or you aired out and you got really good air and you landed it, but you fell at the end and you're, and you're super proud of them in baseball. The parents are so overbearing, so overwatching. Mm. I know a person, I know a group and, and I'm good friends with these people and I don't know if they listen to the show or not. And I, I hope they don't take offense to this, but mm. their kid plays baseball like six days a week, seven days a week. And then they complain that their kid doesn't get to play on the field enough. Mm. Then why the fuck is he pl- practicing six days a week? You should see hockey. Oh, it's a whole other level. Man. I don't yeah. want to. Like, yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable. One yeah. to call a kid a natural is the dumbest thing ever because mm. these kids aren't ever going to grow up. Like all the kids I play, I played baseball my whole life growing up. Um, and I just used to laugh at these kids who just thought that yeah. baseball was the end all be all. It's fun. Yeah. It's great. But you don't have to play seven days a week 
And guess what? If you're not going to be a major leaguer, that's fine too. And I would argue that if you're going to be a major leaguer, you still don't need to play seven days a week. Yeah. Um, yeah. And these kids, and in fact, they don't. <laughs> the major leaguers don't. You know, but you're right because it insanity. does sanity. It does come down to the, the parents worst. because the parents are the worst. Baseball parents are the worst. Yeah. That's why my kids play rugby. <laughs> And it's true. Like rugby yeah. parents. I'm going to say that hockey parents yeah. are the worst. Just sports okay. parents well, in uh, general. I'm yeah. from the South, so yeah. we didn't have hockey parents. Yeah, well, that's true. Well, right? I, I, I'm not that familiar with it till I saw what my brother went through, and it's completely out yeah. of fucking control. Yeah. No, it is. I know it's, firsthand. Get your kids into rugby. 20. Yeah. yeah, you got that right. Hockey is obviously big in Boston, much bigger than than Florida. But no, it, it does all come down to the parents, because like what you were talking about, investing in these kids like you got to play every day. Now, me growing up, I loved baseball, football, basketball. It, it meant so much to me. I would live and die by it. I would, you know, get nervous and it would mean so much. And it wasn't because my mom, obviously not because my dad, right? Ha, <laughs> it was wasn't going there. It wasn't because my mom was like, you got to go play baseball. She was like, yeah, play if you want. I don't give a fuck. Do whatever the fuck you want. But I loved it personally. I wanted to go. And it meant so fuck. It meant everything to me as a kid. If that's the way it is with these kids, then that's fine. I have no problem with that because I was the same way. But when it's these parents who are telling these kids, you need to go play baseball. It's like when I talk guitar and my, my young students would be like, I don't know. My parents are making me play guitar. I don't even listen to music. I don't know. And I'm like, all right, this is going to make it tough for me. I'll still do it. I'll see if I can, you know, find something in you that maybe that you will like or whatever. But anytime these parents are reinforcing their kids to like, you have to be this rather than letting them individually sort of figure themselves out. I, I mean, I'm not a parent. I don't know shit. You guys know better than me, but I just don't think that does anything for the kid. And a lot of times it's these parents making it about themselves where, you know, they peaked in high school and they're trying to relive the glory days through their kids. You know, those are the worst types of parents. <laughs> it's, and that's baseball what the Little League World Series is And everybody about. that I watch play baseball, it's like when they come up to you, like my kid plays rugby, but I've never once gone to a parent at my distiller and be like, you know, my son, uh, he made six tackles and, you know, just absolutely, you know, we don't even talk about it. Like yeah. you go, you play rugby, you have a good time, you have fun. post a couple of pictures, yeah. you know, you have fun with it, but ba any baseball parent and, I, and my kids don't play baseball. They're like, man, uh, you know, my son's been playing with this kid named Jordan and he's just a natural. I mean, this kid's already <laughs> got scouts look out. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. How old is he? And they're like, Oh, he's eight. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Fuck off, dude. This kid could like get a, he can knock somebody up in the eighth grade. And there goes all those dreams. Yeah. I, I don't know. Baseball people are weird. They spend way too much fucking money on, on this game. You don't need to be buying these bats. These, I don't know. It's just, maybe listen. And you don't even need to play. It's you. League, it's you, know? you go free. Do, do you, I believe in fun and sportsmanship and, and to an extent. fucking rage. I believe in competition, but anyway, uh, but eight days. Well, real quick, I want to have oh, one, God, more, one more Little League story that I think is pretty right. funny. I um, obviously played Little League, but then I would ump Little League after oh. when I was in high school um, as a little side hustle. <laughs> and I was... Creepy. Why? I was like 14. That's It's not creepy. If I was doing it now, yeah. like maybe it'd be kind of creepy. I did it for a little extra you know, money to go spend on my, my girlfriends back then. But anyway, 14, I wasn't smoking bud yet. It's probably like 15. But anyway, <laughs> I was umping um, my little brother's game, which seems like a conflict of interest, right? But my mom's in the stands, and my brother's rounding third base, and he's heading home like a uh, meatloaf. Okay. Stop right there. He slides into home. The tag's in, and he's out. So, of course, he slides in. I go, you're out. Mm. First thing I hear is my mom in the stands. What? Are you serious? No dinner for you. And I'm like... Everyone in the crowd's laughing and everyone knows that's like my little brother. And he like looks up and be like, dude. And I'm like, 
you were out. What do you want me to do? I mean, if I said he was safe when he was out, could you imagine? Especially the Little League fans we were just talking about. This collusion. This game is under protest. It's because it's his little brother. So, I mean, I called what I saw, and he was fucking out. It is what it is. But the reaction from the parents in the stands was great. My mom was like, what? <laughs> no dinner, Joseph. <laughs> oh, man. I'm trying to. Uh... You want to look up Clemson, Georgia? Uh, no, nope. <laughs> we'll be there in eight days. Yeah, uh, and if anybody else is going to be there, let us know. I know Bradley Andel was texting me before the show. Shout out Bradley Andel. He, um, he's trying to tag along. Um, he's also asking me for tickets. Nice try, Bradley. What's a famous <laughs> baseball player that's nickname was Bambi? Bambi? Yeah. The great Bambino Babe no, Ruth? No, 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 no. Bambi? Yeah. I don't know. Did his mom get Super shot? Famous. I don't know who you're talking uh, about. Probably went to Florida State. A baseball player went to Florida State. His nickname is Bambi. I have no idea what you're talking about. Why? How about LSU? No, Vanderbilt. I don't know. What are you uh, talking about? No, I went, to a, I went to a baseball game. You were talking about uh, heckling. And I went to a baseball oh, yeah, game. Yeah. It was the Gators. And I believe it was the was Gators versus... It was either Vanderbilt or Florida State or LSU. Or one of those, Huh? No. No, he's famous. Like, everybody knows him. Well, it was him. probably LSU or Vanderbilt because they're and, on uh, the SEC. With the guy Florida. played left field. What are some famous left fielders? Dude, he probably just played college baseball and never made it. No, he, he made it. Um, everybody knows him. I just can't remember his everybody name Everybody right knows him except for you and me. I mean, what are you talking about? Oh, <laughs> God. I don't think it seems that important, though. It is because, hang on, left fielder. Let me, let me do it. Left fielder, nickname. Nickname. Cringe. <laughs> what do you mean cringe? Because, like, you're looking stuff up. This is terrible okay. for our audience. This is not good uh, for a podcast. Well, this is the end of the show. <laughs> Who gives a shit? What? This is the end. It's not the end. end until I fucking say it's the end. <laughs> anyway, there was this uh, is the end. you were talking about heckling, and, and when you. I went to a Florida Gators game, and uh, there was a left fielder. Everybody was calling him Bambi. And every time he would do something, we'd all yell, Bambi, Bambi. Bambi, you, get you suck! <laughs> and everybody would yell it, and it was so funny. And he was laughing, and he dropped uh, a fly ball in that game, and and everybody just went nuts. And he was amazing. And uh, I still got his autograph. And he's, he's, he's a famous baseball player. Bambi. He was a. Um, he's so he famous. He doesn't know who it is. I just can't remember who it is. But that's I, the thing. You said he was laughing. That's what you have to do in yeah. that situation. If you start chirping back, the fans have won. Um, there's a new trend going on now that people are taking videos of people in the outfield. For instance, Bryce Harper was one of these people. And they would say they yell at the people in the outfield like, Bryce Harper, one for ass, two for boobs. And he'll put his hand behind his back <laughs> oh, and yeah. flash a one or a two and get him. Yeah, two. He likes boobs better. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is great. I mean, have fun with it. There's a cool video of um, Aaron Judge playing catch with a kid who's sitting out in the outfield and he's just, you know, warming up, playing catch with him. Like, that's the cool part about baseball. Not the fucking Little League World Series where these fucking coaches are trying to, you know, look at me. I'm a coach of uh, Chinese Taipei because we don't say uh, uh, Thailand or whatever the fuck. So if we're getting... <laughs> if, we have, if we have the game... Uh, in eight days. So that means one week from today. It's been one, one week since you looked at me. Uh, so next Thursday, we'll be down in the Charlotte area. We will be. So the game's on Friday? What's the fourth? I don't know. What is it? I don't know. It's a Saturday. Yeah, it's a Saturday like most college football Okay, so we'll are. be down there on Friday. So if you're going to be in the Charlotte area and you're a drinking, we'll bro. We'll be Saturday, too, though, because yeah, we're going well, to the game. You let, you let me finish, or do you want to? Um, I'm gonna let you keep interrupting me. I'm gonna let you finish. We'll be down there on Friday. If anybody wants to hang out with us, uh, Friday evening, it's we will be game. down there, 
And then we will be there tailgating all day on Saturday. We're going to be going all in. We're going to do nice the food. The We'd like to just join a tailgate. I don't want to. I don't want to travel with the grill and all those things. I just want to <laughs> set up the table and all the things. So if you, if you're tailgating. Um, and I know we have one tailgate that we have to visit, but if you have a tailgate that you'd like us to shoot our podcast at, um, for the opening game in Charlotte, let us know what you got planned. Hit us up on the social media webs. Um, yeah. Instagram uh, at Boston Joe 16, Instagram at Eric Tanzi underscore official on the drink and bro sports Facebook page. Um, like I was saying in the beginning of the show, you know, I, I put out that message and people like, Oh, go to this one, go to that one. Yeah. I'm, I'm, that's fine. I would love to go to all these ones. ECU is mentioned. We're definitely going to do that. We have to go to ECU. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll do a Duke game or a UNC game. UNC is going to be good this year. Sam Howell, that quarterback, Heisman Trophy potential winner, depending on how his, his season goes. Uh, Mac Brown's back there. He's, and he's honestly, I think he's got a team that has the uh, best jerseys in all of college football. Who is it? UNC. I love Tar Heel Blue. Really? Yeah, I've Ooh, noticed down here, people. You know, I've noticed a lot of people down here are like fuck those colors, but everywhere God. outside of North Carolina, people are like, oh, those, those, they're yeah, right. It's great. It's fucking great. What are you talking about? Oh, Wolfpack's got a much better uniform with the pinstripes. I do like the. I mean, that's I've adopted the NC State Wolfpack as my college football team, Wolfpack. But um, Ooh. it's mostly because my dog Ooh. looks like the mascot. But that's a whole different story. Which. By the way, all the uh, people out there who didn't see Dexter, go back to that episode at my house and hammer the like button on YouTube and see how handsome my dog was. So beautiful that even Noel gave him a compliment. You I know, like pinstripes dog. on a baseball uniform still, and a high socks. Fuck you and your like the stirrup socks. socks. Yeah. <laughs> unblouse socks. I mean, I was I was a high sock type of guy. When you unblouse your fucking shit, it's you look like an idiot. Well, let me let me ask you this. Do when you were a cop. Yeah. Did you watch film of like yourself if there was like if there's body cam footage yes, or if it's that right? 100%. So the 49ers are tracking mandating. No, right. well not mandating. Well, but they're tracking to see how much film you watch yes. to make sure that you're not yes. to, to make sure that you are watching film. Mm-hmm. I, one, I have a hard time with mandating, homework yeah, yeah. and Me mandating anything. Um Look, you, you've got to, at some point, you got to separate work from family. And if you you're have forced trust to watch film, too, right? And you have to have trust that you know what you're doing. Like, look, I don't do well. I don't do well in life uh, with rugby, for instance. We play rugby. I do not like warm up on game day for rugby. I don't, I don't like doing all the passing drills. Um, I don't like doing, uh, all the things like I want to get my brain right. I've already done all that shit all week. I can warm up on my own. I can throw the ball to myself. I, I want to be alone. All the way until the game starts. I don't want to be joining you. I don't want to be locking heads. I can stretch my neck Just on like my Miles own. Miles Davis. Miles Davis used to say, save it for the stage, man. I don't need any of it. Save it. Yeah. Uh, does a lion stretch before it catches its prey? No. It just wakes up and it gets to work. Hmm. Um, but for me personally, it takes away from me getting sweaty, getting hot, and not having the time to get mentally prepared. They're like, well, you should have done that before the game. No, th- then that's too much time. That's too much mental thought. Like I want 30 minutes before the, for the kickoff. I want to be staring at my opponents. I want to be looking at my opponents. I want to be picturing how I'm going to tackle my opponents. I, that's where I need to be. So I think at, at this level, at a professional level, you need to let those dudes be those dudes. And if they don't perform and they fuck up, then you got to call them out on and say, what you're doing is not working because you suck last week. We're going to try something new. Yeah. And it's almost like what we were talking about with like kids and their parents making them play sports. Like if you're telling someone to do something, their heart's not in it. They don't want to do it. What's the point? 
So you kind of want guys like Tom Brady who will religiously watch film without being told, right? Sure. But the reason why I brought it up, honestly, is because it's it's there's a funny story where Jamarcus Russell, former LSU quarterback, number one overall draft pick by the then Oakland Raiders. He was like he had all the talent in the world, you know, physical specimen, but he seemed to be a dumbass. So there was a story that the Raiders gave him a it was I think 2007, but they gave him like a blank DVD or a blank VHS. Here's some film. <laughs> Comes back the next day. They're like, so what did you it's think great. of the film? Yeah. Was, so Schindler's I learned a list. lot. <laughs> well, it was it was blank to test him. It was Schindler's <laughs> list. He's like, yeah, it was the, the first time I ever saw boobies in a bush. Um, so, no, they gave him a they gave him a blank tape. It's a great film. <laughs> they gave him a blank tape to watch he to test him. Obviously, he didn't watch it, and they're like, "So how was? Yeah, I learned a lot from that film." And they're like, "Oh Jesus, dude, this we just invested so much into this guy, number one overall pick. Back when those guys used to get paid number one overall picks, and he just lied to our face." Yeah, I I don't agree with lying. And you know, if I was the coach of a team, lying would be the first thing to get you kicked off the team. Right. I have zero tolerance for for lying, especially in in a in a business setting, in a professional setting. You don't have time for that. Um, it takes away from everybody. And, and I would even say that like retarding the truth in any way is kind of a lie in a business setting. And, uh, you know, again, if you're storytelling, if you're using comedy, fudging it, you know what I mean? Like go for it. But if it's in a business setting and you are working with people and you're on a team, you got even a lie of omission just by not telling somebody what they need to know. I mean, I don't fuck with that when shit it, either. Because it fucks the whole team, right? And everybody exactly. loses. Um, so I, I'm I'm all into, you know, Jocko says extreme ownership. I'm into extreme honesty. Mm. So I would have to kick him off the team simply for lying Oof. about the film. I'd be a um, I would want to, I'd want to know that you, you would have to tell me I didn't watch that yeah. film or you'd be fucked. I think it sets a precedent for like him the rest of the year where it's like, we know we can't trust you. I mean, you how do you invest in a then, guy then like You that can't trust him. He, the, he obviously didn't end up making it, by you the know, way. Extreme ownership, extreme ownership and extreme honesty are two things that make you a, a great human being. If you can be honest about your mistakes and you can be truthful about your mistakes and you can fix all your mistakes. And if you're fixing your mistakes, you're becoming the ultimate, you know, human being. Sure. And, and you need a whole team full of those kinds of people yeah. in order to execute extreme yeah. victories. I guarantee you that fucking, uh, Tom Brady doesn't lie to Gronkowski and Gronkowski doesn't lie. Hey, Gronk, did you fucking shoot a porno while wearing your jersey? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I did. Do you understand why that's stupid and why that takes away and that you're not? Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, you know, because I don't remember him being very deceitful in those times. I remember no, Gronk was almost honest. too honest. And that's what you need. And that's what that's what you need. But anyway, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I've got to pee worse than I've ever had to pee in my life. I'm a little bit drunk. From Boston <laughs> Joe, Eric Tanzi, and our beautiful producer, Noel White. This is Drinker Bro Sports, Tailgate Legends. We'll see you in a week in Charlotte, everybody. Cheers. Cheers.